0: Before we begin this episode, I want to say one quick thing that is kind of new, and that is that I now have at the bottom of the podcast a click where you can support the show with a couple of dollars, and boy, wouldn't we appreciate that. You know it. So if you have a couple bucks and a couple minutes, please do so. Just click that link.
1: This is Wildcat Dojo Conversations.
0: Hi, and welcome to another exciting show. I'm Sensei Michelle. And I'm Sensei Jackie. Let's introduce our guest first today, Sensei. Smart idea. I'm super excited to say it is T.D. McKinnon. Hi, Shihan.
2: It's lovely to see you guys again. It's, it always is. This, uh, this this will be, I don't know, fourth or fifth time or
1: something? I think so. I, I know it's been uh, a lot of
0: times, but I think today we have a very special show. Agree. So we spend a lot of time on this podcast relating martial arts to everyday life. Would you guys agree with that? I would agree with that. I think all three of us will agree that
1: as an adult, we have challenges.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely.
0: When one of my young people was talking to me recently, I decided that every stage of life is the hardest stage of life. So we're in it. And yet, yeah. we were also in it in our 20s and so on and so forth. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, so true. But most of the challenges that we face in our daily life are made so much worse by things like when our brain goes wacky and starts going off on its own tangent. That's right. And even though our brain is our most powerful thing, it has
1: a tendency to turn on us and then <laughs> we don't know where we are.
0: Oh my God. Once I heard someone say, and I loved it so much, I've repeated it a million times. And then the doo doo hits the ventilator. That's.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right.
0: Okay. So, what we're going to do is we're going to do a little talking towards this subject. Right. And the first thing that we should do is identify that there are other powers that can be on your side or against you, like the heart. The physical body, which when your physical body bothers you, all else takes a back seat. That's right. And of course, we talk a lot in karate, and I'm sure you do in your dojo as well, Shihan, about chi, right. your internal strength. And that's all of talking. these can be either a friend or a foe. And that's where we're going with it. When I was reading right. Shihan's blog post, and of course, I'm going to tag that into the show notes. Of <laughs> course. He had some really nice things to say about all this. And so that's what got me to thinking we should make a whole episode out of it.
1: And if you train, you've heard of words like mushin, which means mind of no mind, and senshin, which means enlightened mind.
0: And you've heard those many times. Right. We all have. But I was so pleased to see that Shihan... He used a few other Japanese words that I personally, and I think you agree with this sense of Jackie, weren't as familiar with. Not at all, but I was pretty excited to read about him. Me too. So we're going to go through some of the concepts that you wrote about, Shihan, and we're going to focus on how a person can make those concepts a bigger and more powerful part of their daily life. I'm 100% sure I'm going to run out of time before we quit talking. (laughs) (laughs) So where do you want to begin?
2: Well, I, I'd like to begin with Zanshin, uh, because Zanshin is the first of the five Budo elements that I personally expect every Karataka to be displaying a solid understanding of in preparation for showdown. That's the, you know, your first black belt grading.
0: Nice.
2: Uh, yeah, Zanshin literally means leftover or remaining heart, spirit, mind. However, for the dedicated Karataka, Zanshin can be said to be a state of total awareness, being still within while aware of one's surroundings, being totally prepared for for anything. Yeah, that's Zanshin.
0: So, what I'm hearing sounds a lot like what we in our style call the symbolic empty circle, where the mind is everywhere, but nowhere does it attach and stay. And before we push on to another concept, can I say, No matter what we talk about here today, it's all so much easier to talk about than to do. And to live. That's right. So on a personal note, and we'll all think about this, okay? One of the things that I do right away when my mind starts to get too attached to a thought, modern terminology, I get obsessive.
2: Yes. We okay with that? Yeah.
0: Is I stop and, and take some breaths and try to bring my perspective back. Do you guys have one that you like? Well, stop is the main difficult thing for me.
1: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> because once I have become attached or obsessed with something, I just want to keep going and holding on to it and then, like, choke it to death.
2: Yeah. yeah. Zanshin also is, is, um, is something that one of the easiest ones for me once I got into martial arts, once I got into karate, it was one of the easiest ones for me to understand and get hold of because, as a soldier, it's a very important thing, too. They don't call it Zanshin, of course. You know, they say stay, stay, uh, stay frosty, stay focused. Oh, oh terms, I like that. Terms like that. Terms like that. Yeah. And that means just being totally aware, ready to do whatever you need to do. And, and you've got to disengage from whatever it is that makes you link to something and and pay attention to it. You've got to you gotta let it flow freely so so that you're paying attention to everything, but nothing.
0: And again, it's extremely tricky to do that. Sometimes when I'm teaching self-defense, I call it admiring the day. You you keep your eyes on the on the atmosphere and on the bushes and on the skyline and on the cars and whatnot, but you're not Staring down at something with all the other things out of your thought pattern at all, so you can kind of use maybe I would say here I don't know if I like it a sixth sense to then be able to feel that that something untoward might be headed your way and unbalanced within that that time period.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. That, that sixth sense is, is probably a good thing to to call it actually a sixth sense. Yeah, because the other five senses, of course, are very physical,
0: and maybe. The closest to our chi line. I'm not. I'm not saying I know this because I do yes. not. But I'm saying since it also is very intangible, your chi.
2: That's right. Yeah.
0: Now, where would you go from there?
2: Well, um, I, I, I choose mushin next for a couple of reasons because I believe that's the next most important element to understand. The term is a shortened form of mushin no shin. This Zen expression means. Basically, mind without mind, referring to the state of no-mindness or the state of mind that is not fixed, not cluttered by thoughts. Mushin is achieved when a Karataka's mind is free of random thoughts, free of anger, free of fear, free of, in particular, of of ego, specifically during combat, leaving the self free to act and react according to its training. Your body is ready to go. And... in any part of life where much preparation has been undertaken, it's ready to do its thing, you know?
0: So that, that, that has it? a similarity to the concept that just came. The difference being that a cluttered mind works, oh, someone once used this term with me and, and I liked it, like a trip hammer. It goes really fast from thing to thing to thing when you're not using your motion thought. That's right. You're not, um, trying to stay focused on the moment. However, just like the other one, really hard to do it, and it strengthens with breathing and meditation. Are we in agreement on that?
2: Yeah. To keep your heart nice and steady, to keep your breathing, to keep your your blood oxygenated, you need to breathe nice and steady, and it keeps everything steady.
1: Where I have trouble is knowing where my eyes should go. When I'm in the state of motion, do they go over the surface? Do they look uh, at nothing? Do they look inward? I, I, that is my one of my biggest questions when people talk about motion. That's a great question.
2: Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm putting myself in the state of motion to, to try and answer the
0: question. So, um, well, you think I'm going to start out and see if you agree with me here. It so depends on the situation. Like if you're even in a sparring match, let alone a reality self-defense move, then you know where your eyes are. You know where your focus is. Right. On the other hand, if you're in a let me just say grocery store, but you can feel yourself becoming so fettered and kind of an anxiety and breathing up in the chest, so you're you're gonna keep on walking because that's not hard to do while you take your deep breath right. and put yourself back together. But you may at that point want to not laser your eyes towards some poor soul who doesn't <laughs> know what you're doing I, as you walk through the grocery. <laughs> that, that's right. And I think you've just
2: answered the question. Don't, don't laser your eyes at anything. Put yourself in, in a relaxed position so that you don't look like you're spacing out or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. but, but, it doesn't mean you go uh, and stare you, <laughs> and you're also seeing your peripheral as well, everything. So you're, you're not lasering, you're not focusing in on it a single point. Yeah. I think that's the answer.
0: So before we go on, I just want to say, this is one of the rare times when I wish that we took a little video clip and put it on somewhere so people could see it because although we're not doing it loudly, The three of us are laughing so much as we talk about this, because (laughs) what they should have is the Japanese word for try in front of every one of these concepts. (laughs)
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So if you're not good with self-failure, this isn't a daunting task because it is a task where you get it right. Let me be generous and say 25 times for every 75 times you don't get it right. It's just one of those things where you keep practicing and being human at the same time.
2: Well that sort of brings me into into the the next word that I was going to use is shoshin. Shoshin translates to beginner's mind. To quote the Zen master Shunro Suzuki, in the beginner's mind there are many possibilities, but in the expert's mind there are few. Yeah, so shoshin is, a, is simply the best way to approach any learning experience with a with an attitude of openness eagerness and a and a lack of preconception oh just as gosh. a beginner would you know listen without commenting regardless of how much you think you know of the subject and observe as if you know nothing learning like a child learns you know getting excited about new discoveries etc is that making any
1: sense more than you ever know <laughs> yeah. we just we have just had so many examples of people who who answer before they have heard what anyone else has to say they have preconceived notions on everything and must tell you
2: (laughs) absolutely absolutely yeah yeah
0: and i want to say doesn't this um beg for the story of the karate belt or the obi where the the man's white belt turns black from experience, and therefore he is at that point a black belt. But as time goes by and that first layer of cloth wears off and that white belt comes through again, then he has really reached another level of mastery that is inconceivable before that point. That's exactly right. And that's what we're asking for of ourselves here is to look at life with wonder and allow the idea of something new. Absolutely. And the joy of learning. Oh yeah. Good one. Okay. So, so far I'm loving the words. I'm going to wait till the very end to say all five of them. So people can search them out if they want and write us and tell us how wrong we were. (laughs) Of course they will. So if you want to, you're going to reach us all over the web at Wildcat Dojo. We are on Instagram at Wildcat Dojo Conversations. And if you write us, we're at Dojo conversations at AOL. Also guys, you can look back on some of our old Instagrams and tweets to see pictures of us with Sheehan yeah. McKinnon. Yes, so do that. All right, now where are we picking it up? Sorry I interrupted.
2: No, that's okay. I was saying that this this next one is is one of my favorites. Um is uh, indomitable and in, incorruptible. It's the achievement of a clear and oh. determined mind. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Fudishin can be translated uh, as the immovable mind or unshakable heart. Fudishin is a, a, a composure under pressure, a state of commitment and fearless determination. With Fudishin, you can maintain a state of mind unmoved by distractions, internal tranquility in the midst of conflict, if you will. Fudishin is the manifestation of fortitude.
0: Oh, I love that word, fortitude. I think we should bring that word back into vogue because you really don't hear it a lot these days. Yeah. When I was in um,
1: middle school, my teacher used to say, oh, yeah. <laughs> fortitude spelled G-U-T-S. Guts. All
0: right. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, works. Like that works. That it's works. It's like pushing me. on in the face of adversity. A- anything that's coming at you. I like yeah. it, and yeah. again, we're talking about solutions that are simplistic: large breasts, focused mind, um, managing as best as possible distractions. That's what we're talking about here, and it it gets yeah. tricky. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. There's there's something um, that's fairly in vogue at the moment is live in the moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, it depends how you look at it. But that's how I look at living in the moment.
0: I can agree with that. And I was going to add whether you're doing something as simple as coping with bad traffic or whether you're doing something as complex as um, let's keep it real civil and say asking for a raise. (laughs) Now you've got a situation where you've got a lot of these things coming together to give you a panic mode before you speak. So it's really good advice, just really difficult to constantly do. And I think that being in the dojo
1: really uh, makes this grow in you from all of the time that you spend learning that you have a depth of character and a caring, that Buddhism will start to grow in you. I don't think it's there automatically.
2: Uh, Yeah, I think it's something you gather, like... uh, (laughs) <laughs>
0: like a harvest.
2: Yes,
0: that's right. <laughs> <laughs> I like it.
2: Yeah, and the reason I put them in this order is that, to me, it seems quite natural. You take something which is a little bit easier to learn, a little bit easier to grasp, and you you grow to the ones then that are more difficult. And I think that this this last one, sentient is usually credited to the enlightened mind of the advanced karataka or buddhika, Holding all life sacred, you strive to protect and be in harmony with all life. With sensing, seeing the best in humanity, you endeavor to foster compassion, even for those who might do you harm. Recognizing the universal connectedness, you understand how simple one act affects every aspect of life. You see the dilemma and the worth of life, in your heart, in your mind, and and with your very soul, sentient is certainly achievable. However, to achieve sentient, not only must the mind and attitude be enlightened, but also your intention must be pure. An mm-hmm. aspect that I often have time, <laughs> have problems with. Oftentimes have problems with. Mm-hmm. For me, and I think for most people that I encounter, sentient is the most Difficult to grasp because, you know, you can't quite nail it. You can't quite say this is it. But when you've got it, when you're feeling it, you know it.
0: Sensei Jackie really likes to talk often about the, uh, I'm going to go with meditation because that's when we use it a lot over here across the pond. For those of you who don't know this, we are talking to Shihan and he's in Tasmania. And And if you don't know where Tasmania is, look it up. That's it. It's Get a, a glow <laughs> Anyway, back on track is she likes to go with the pebble in the water. Right. That the pebble in the water
1: makes a ripple, but each ripple makes another one and each one goes out and out and out. And you're affecting everything from the center, from that pebble, as far as the ripples will go.
0: And that's yeah. true. Whether your action is pure in intent or whether your action has a secondary agenda on it that pebble visual is a really good thing it gives you the concept of how much every word we say to each other matters let alone other actions
2: that's right
0: so that's a more simplistic way for those of us who are just trying to understand the concepts and put them into place and and i think that those of us who are somewhat empathetic, can feel when
1: what we're talking about is positive and whether it, it connects in a in a positive way with the other person or in a negative way with the person standing right next to us.
2: Yeah. yeah
0: That's
2: a good yeah, point. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. Have you ever heard the expression uh, about someone they wouldn't hurt a fly? Mm-hmm, sure. Yeah. If you have sense you you would no sooner inflict pain or suffering on anyone or anything for revenge or out of malice, then you would subject it to yourself. And and you, I, like I said, I have problems with it sometimes because I don't <laughs> always have that purity of mind. <laughs> I sometimes have that feeling of revenge or aggravation, even now, um, well into my 70s now, and uh, I, I, I wonder if I'll ever have that as a permanent state of mind. <laughs>
1: Maybe you're not supposed to, because if you had it as a permanent state of mind, you wouldn't know the
0: difference. Maybe. It's a good point. And I was actually just listening to a, a monk talk on YouTube, which I know sounds really weird, but he's a very cool guy. He said, simply because a person studies does not mean they no longer have human thoughts like regular people. Of course they do. It just means that we try to step beyond that and be the best person that we can be in all situations. Obviously, he said it much more beautifully than I just did. (laughs) So I I thought that was a a nice way to put it, because all the things we're talking about here, and we're going to name all five for you, it, it boils down to the simplest concept. Each one of us has control over what happens inside of us. That is what we have control over we do not have control over what happens outside of us. Is it a rainy day? Is traffic backed up? Was someone rude to me? Did I lose my job or something more drastic? Am I going through some sort of health scare? These are the things we don't have control over. What we do have control over is how we see it and how we let it affect us. And just the three of us sitting here have openly admitted over and over, it's kind of like, a roller coaster a little bit, a little wave-like look. You have your better times and you have your not-so-better times, but you don't quit trying.
2: Yeah, I agree with you, yeah.
0: I'm going to
1: agree and say that this is a very difficult thing to do.
0: (laughs) I wonder if we've said that like 12 times so far in this episode.
1: (laughs) At least... But I I would hope that our worldwide audience would also understand the universality of the problem. Exactly. It's not that because um, she ends in Tasmania that he has one set of problems and we're here in Florida (laughs) and have another set of problems. We all have the
0: same problems, even though our weather is different. (laughs) (laughs) She just reminded me when she was saying that, that when I very first joined the dojo, So it was within my first year of training. I was sitting and I was listening and I was trying to grasp the things that my teacher was telling me. And it occurred to me that this was an adventure that a person could take on their own by themselves that did not cost any money, that it was inside of themselves, this adventure. And furthermore, that they could do it for their whole life. And if you look at it like that, it's not a chore or something you're going to finish. It's this awesome adventure that some parts are going to be memorable for their magnificence, and some parts are going to be memorable for—I'm just going to say it flat out—for the failure aspect. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never tired of that journey all these years, and I've never tired of it.
2: Yeah, no, I, I must I, look. I've enjoyed my story, and, and and I think that that's the most important thing that we all. Enjoy our particular narrative in in life's turmoil. You just uh, just enjoy it and, and, and try and affect people in the nicest possible way. Nice and uh, and, uh, and try and have fun with your own narrative.
1: Being aware that all of
0: these, let's go with highfalutin highfalutin principles here. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever heard highfalutin in in your country?
2: Highfalutin, absolutely. Okay,
0: right? (laughs) That they are all able
1: to be reduced to important things for each one of us, even though they have Japanese beautiful names. Absolutely.
0: Let's go back through the concepts. Shihan, you say the Japanese, and one of us will say the English, and we'll give them all five concepts to take home, okay?
2: Okay. Zanshin.
0: The Lingering Mind. Mushin. Mind of No Mind. Shoshin. Beginner's mind. That might be my favorite. I going like to say that. <laughs> Fudoshin. Immovable mind. And Senshin. Say it together. Enlightened, Enlightened mind. mind. Also known as not really common in my world, <laughs> but I do my best. <laughs> <laughs> You know how fast the time went, Shihan? It just went so fast, I can't even believe it. But I might be able to get all this into one episode, so my fingers are crossed. I hope so. If I go two minutes over 25, guys, don't be mad at me. Yeah. So, Shihan, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I've
2: enjoyed it. It's been really good. Oh, I I absolutely love it. Thank you very much for um, inviting me. It's always my great pleasure.
1: Okay, folks, let's talk about it.
0: Honor Honor Athletics, Athletics, of course. course.
1: You can call Cynthia at 770-945-5150. You can
0: also reach her at honorathletics.com. And of course, don't forget to say Wildcat Dojo on checkout to get your 10% discount. Thanks to Cynthia for sponsoring us. And thanks to all of you who shop with her. I'll say it. I'm signing off for now. Thank you.
1: Thanks for being here. Hope you join us again next week on Wildcat Dojo Conversations.